right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Dan Lear and welcome to the Business of Love. All right. I'm so excited. This is my co-host in business and in life, Jennifer Lear. Hey. Yeah, keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> Loud studio audience today. I know. You're, you guys are great. I know. I know. I know. We pay them well here. <laughs> How are you today? I'm excellent. Excellent. How good. are you today? I'm on fire. I'm feeling good. good feeling alive. I um, got my blood test back from my, um, nice. went to the um, hematologist last week. Mm-hmm. Got my blood test back. I was a little scared about that because I hadn't been for almost three months. And uh, all my numbers, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have this disease called amyloidosis, which is a non-curable blood disease that kills 40% of the people that get it in the first year. I'm in it two and a half years now. So obviously I I made that, but uh, it's non-curable right now. So I have to keep getting checked every month. And so anyway, the numbers have dropped and my light chain proteins, which is the the source of the disease has actually gone into normal range right now, mm-hmm. which if it were cancer, it would be called remission. Right. But because it's not cancer, it kind of goes up and right. down. So we're doing good. And then, of course, it affected my heart. Uh, so I have c- congestive heart failure, and my heart's actually improved a bit as well. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. You can't beat that, man. <laughs> that's good news. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Good stuff. So today, baby, this is a great show. This is an awesome show. This is a great show. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Hey, oh, by yes, the way, I'm sorry. For the, if you're a first-time viewer, this is called The Business of Love. And what we do here is we parallel the successes in business and the successes in intimate relationships or love. So, for instance, in business, there's certain things you do to grow your business or to get better. And, and as as people in business, we always want to improve. We want to get better, learn how to sell better, learn how to communicate better. We'll do those things. And if we apply those same skills or those same tactics in our in, in our personal relationships or our intimate relationship, it would flourish as well. So that's the crux of the show. And that's what we do. So today, the name of the show is called Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. Carpe seize the day. Seize the day. And this is really interesting because yeah. Uh, we watched this show on Netflix called Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Black Mirror, it's kind of like a modern time uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, but it doesn't have a narrator. It's just one show, 45 minutes to an hour show, and it's friggin' wild. It's yeah. just like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And this particular show was so wild. Why don't you talk about the yeah, show, Jennifer? Yeah, well, it was really, really fascinating because it took us a few, a little bit to figure it out and what was happening. But um, so this particular, this theme of the show was that um, you, if you wanted to, you join this app or you join this program and you were promised to find the person of your dreams yep. or like the relationship of your dreams, whatever, yep. and your soulmate, whatever they called it. And so you you would to start this you would have an app that would tell you where to go to meet your next date and so you didn't know how many dates you'd have to go on to be um to finally get to the relationship of your dreams or if you had to have a relationship for a long time or to be married like you didn't know what was going to happen and they didn't have this laid out so you were just going okay i'm in this i'm going to go on this date and um sometimes the dates would last for one date or um three dates or maybe you go on to more so i know that you were talking about this and so sometimes the first date would suck but they would open their apps, each of them, and they would have um, the notification of how long this relationship was going to last. Like I said, sometimes it's three hours, 
sometimes they got married. And so they would go into this knowing that, oh my God, I don't really like this person. I have to be married to this person for three years. You've got to be kidding me. And so that's what it was about. So how interesting. So let me break this down just so for clarity. So people would have this app and then they would get a message, yep. like hypothetically, it would be like Tinder or, um, yeah. you know, eHarmony. Yep. And they'd, on their get, phone. they'd get a, a message that says, Jennifer, you have a date tonight at so-and-so and and you're going to meet Bob. Yep. And then you show up and uh, then after you show up there, you find out it's Bob. Mm-hmm. And then after the date, after you meet there, they send you you open up your app together mm-hmm. while you're at the table or after yep. dinner, because after the, say the date starts at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. maybe at nine or nine 30, uh, the app sends you a message mm-hmm. and then it tells you how long you're going to be with this person. Mm-hmm. So imagine this is the, this is the whole show is like, we meet, mm-hmm. we go on this kick-ass date we open up the app and it says your relationship is going to last three weeks mm-hmm. and you're freaking bummed. Yeah. But then you're like, well, I'm going to make it a kick-ass three weeks. Yep, absolutely. Right. So, and then you get another relationship and it might be, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of lukewarm about her. And it says, you're going to be in a relationship for five years. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go, holy cow, I got to do this for five years. Because the game was that if you go through our app, you're going to find your soulmate and mm-hmm. you'll get married. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen. So anyway, yeah, that's no. the deal. Yeah. So, you know, there's, but there, there's this one. So there are two people that they were highlighting throughout this process and they, had their first date. They met at the restaurant and they looked at the time of the app. I think it was their first, each one of them, their first date uh, for a period in the whole experience. And it was like a 24 hour thing. And so they had a 24 hour experience together, but they really liked each other. But then they were like, okay, I guess it's over 24 hours later. I'll see ya, you know? And then they both got the notification for the next date they have to go on and where they have to be. So they're like, well, I guess I'll see you around. But they both really dug each other. And then they both went on these series of experiences and series of relationships where um, the girl had just a slew of short-term relationships. And the guy had a couple short-term relationships and then had this five-year marriage or whatever it was. And he hated her. Like she just couldn't stand this girl. This girl was miserable. And, you know, so they had to go through this experience to go, okay, I'm trusting that one day I'm going to find the person of my dreams if I go through this process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, using similar psychology, if when, when you're with each other now in whatever, whatever situation you're in, if you're single and you're dating or if you're with somebody and, you know, the person of your dreams or, um, or maybe even somebody who's mediocre, like how do you use that psychology today? Like using that, because we didn't know if you think about it, we didn't know that you're going to get this disease. You could have died. Oh, definitely. Within months. Without question. And boy, would I have been regretful for the things that I didn't do. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, talking about that of what if you knew how long you were going to be in a relationship or, I don't know, you take it from here. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of psychology behind this. And I think that the, the show is just a great conversation point because we can go a lot yeah. of places with it. Like, so for yeah. instance... Uh, if you knew that you're only going to be with your partner for three years, like say right now you're in a relationship, you and I are in a relationship and we have this app and now we just got married and it says, congratulations, you guys are going to have a solid three-year marriage. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, shoot, I really love her. Mm-hmm. But of course, we're going to make it our best three years ever, mm-hmm. right? So I guess that's the psychology side from one perspective is 
I mean, imagine if we only had three years right now together. Yeah. How would we treat each other? Yeah. Yeah. One year, five years. I mean, mm -hmm. if we only had five years together, I mean, how would we treat each other? Yeah. It would be different. Yeah. Well, I don't think it would be different for us because we're we're in the sweet spot right now. But I just, yeah. you know, it's a general question for people yeah. because you get into this relationship and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. I don't mean it like that, but some people just like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah, here. I'm, I'm here. here. And they take it for granted. I'm here. Yeah. We did it. We, we got did married. It. I'm done. I, I won her. I, yep. Was, yep. I bagged my trophy. Served me dinner, woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> that's an up north thing. I got my book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's the thing too. It's like, and, and then like what you said earlier, if you didn't know how long you were going to be, you know, for me, I mean, it was easy for us to make some changes because I got this disease. I mean, we were for a while, it was touch and go. We didn't know if I was going to make it or not. And so when I uh, started to heal and I started to realize I was going to live, of course I had the desire. Yeah. Uh, to make my life great. Yeah. I didn't want any issues in my relationships. I didn't want to have fights with my wife. I wanted my life to be full of love and gratefulness and appreciation. So those were things that caused me to change. Mm -hmm. And so that's unfair in a way that I got that blessing. And so, you know, the reason for yeah. this podcast is just to share some reality on, on, on all of us about how, how short life is and how shorter your relationship could be if you don't get it together. And so it's kind of a weird psychology because if you pretend you're only in a relationship for a short time, you actually could treat them better. Yes. Versus like, oh, I got my woman forever. And then you take him or her for granted and things like that. So it's, it's just a psychological play and it really gets down to what kind of life you want to have. Yeah. I mean, really it does because I look at um, a lot of relationships and I'm not judging because I've, I've had a, a few that didn't work. Um, but many people are going through the relationships and like we talked about in a previous podcast, they're just stagnant. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not great. It's not bad. It's just stagnant. Mm -hmm. And they're just like going through the motions, punching the clock at the mm -hmm. factory. Yep. And they're really not happy. Right. Right. And so if they knew they only had three years to go, do you think they might change? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, honey, let's go do something different tonight. Like, like let's go to the park or something. Let's, let's go to a game. Let's get out of the house. Let's go to a movie. Yeah. So it's just the psychology behind it, knowing that life is so short and that yeah. you married that person for a reason. I mean, think about the, the day that you got married. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm talking to you. Think about the day that you got <laughs> married. Um, that feeling that you had, that love and that appreciation. I mean, you want to keep that for as long as you can. So if you're acting as if, man, I might only be in this relationship. If I only had two years with this woman or this man, how would I treat him or her? And if you do that, you'll be with him forever. And that's the weird part about it. If you act like it's a short-term deal it'll and you be give them your forever. best, it'll be a long-term deal. 100%. So it's interesting because when you, um, I mean, we got, when you got diagnosed and you're going through all that, there was so much going on. It was a whirlwind. So there wasn't time to really think about because we're, we're thinking about surviving every day. Yeah. Getting you what you need, going to trips to the hospital, you know, doing all that stuff. So, but after you were stable is really when things had to kick in. And um, because actually I, I do every day. I do look at you and go, he could possibly not be here tomorrow, mm -hmm. you know, even though you're fine, but I almost lost you. Yeah. And so I treat you with ultimate love and respect and care because there's a chance that I don't, well, I won't have you next year. It's true. There's a chance. There's a chance. You know? And so I live like that. I live with that possibility in my head and that's how I 
you know, so if I don't care how tired I am, if you want to be held, I'm going to hold you. Or if you want your head scratched, I'm going to do it. If I can physically do it, I'm going to, you know, like, you know, if I can make you dinner, I know you love when that happens, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. if I can make that happen, I will. But in any case, it's always, you know, whenever you call, whenever you're around, I want to make you feel so loved and so cherished because I do, like you said, it's a little unfair because we had that happen. Yeah. Um, but what if you did that in your relationship and you kind of acted as if that was happening? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the magic of, of decision because no matter where you are today in your relationship, no matter what's happened today is a fresh start. You could start today as if you just got married. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. It's about making a decision Mm -hmm. that both of you want to raise the bar, level up and have a better relationship. And you can start today and act Mm -hmm. as if it was your first week and think about how you were when you got together, what you loved most about him or her and start living that way. And then just keep it going. It's a day-to-day process. I mean, you have to literally, like we talked about in a previous podcast, you're creating habits. You're creating habits along the way. So the things that you do over and over create habits. So if you're acting as if I might only be with this person for a year and I want to make it the best year possible and you're doing these things, you're creating habits. You're creating neural connections and all of a sudden it starts to be you. Yeah, exactly right. And then all of a sudden your relationship's flourishing. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and that's what exactly what happened. Yeah. With us, for sure. You know, I think like it's it's kind of like in business, right? Like if you take a business parallel, if you look at different markets, like some markets, you might have a five or a 10 year run in a certain market, you yeah. know, a segment. This is hot. Yeah. You know, this is hot right now. The internet bubble back in the night, right? This is hot. You know, if you got a five year run on this bubble, you better knock it out. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you don't know how long you have in your relationship. So you might as well just freaking play full out and be the best. And that's the thing. It's like, you got to take advantage of those things. And, and another business parallel, it's like, Think about this. If you're a business professional, CEO, maybe you're an HR director, it doesn't matter, but you've got a superstar salesperson Mm -hmm. or maybe a great HR director or maybe who knows, but you, they're valuable to you. So in business, you want to make sure that you're handling those people appropriately, making sure they feel fulfilled in what they're doing Mm -hmm. so they don't leave you. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, it's the same thing in business. If you've got an asset, I mean, I would think that you think that I'm an asset in your life, just like I think you're an asset. So if you have an asset in your life, you want to, you want to water that and you want to protect it and take care of it so it can grow. Right. And, and same in business. If you've got really powerful employees that are assets in your company, yeah. you want to make sure you take care of them and they have a good experience. So they don't go, you know, it's kind of been stagnant around here. I think I need to go over to yep, this particular absolutely. company. And it's, it's the same. So like we treat our employees better than we treat our spouse sometimes. Oftentimes. Right. So that's just, here we go. We're just talking about business parallels mm-hmm. and it's really not that difficult. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before during my resurrection period, how, you know, here I am, I do what I do. I go out and I give keynote talks all over the world and I empower people and people want my autograph and they take pictures and they think I'm amazing. And then I come back and I, I'm not the same guy with my wife. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a habit. And those were things that you took responsibility for because you allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Not your responsibility, but we talked about that as a shared responsibility. It's a shared responsibility. So, you know, as soon as you made the, you know, made the change, then I, I changed my behavior as well. Absolutely. So tell me about, uh, you had a, you had a Terry Fader example. You I did. I had a Terry Fader experience. So I've, I'm working with Terry Fader, who's a headliner here in Las Vegas, 10 plus years. And he was, you know, winner of America's Got Talent and the most successful winner of America's Got Talent. Uh, Jabberwockies too, but um, Terry Fader for sure. And, and you know, he's 
like I said, he's been here for 10 years. I can't believe it. $100 million contract, right? $100 million contact, yep. contract. And then Neil resigned after the 10 years and just kept on going. He's still on top of his game. And so, you know, he's a speaker. He speaks and he talks about his, 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 um, his life and his path and his experience. And so one of the things that he um, talks about is what's kept him on top all these years because it's not easy to keep a headlining show no it's single person by yourself you're the guy for all these years and so i i asked him i like what has made you so successful what's kept you on top then he said i never take anything for granted i never get complacent and i always act as if it's my first or my last show like they could take this away from me at any time. So I never just sit and get comfortable. I'm always acting as if, you know, I'm only as great as my last show, literally. And so he said, I'm always giving my 110%. And so I always have a great attitude. I always treat my employees with the utmost. I make sure that they're engaged and there's a great um, culture. And I'm always working on my show. I change my show every single year. And so he's always giving a new show. And I'm never keeping complacent. I'm never just staying here. We're always working towards something. And I, I think that, you know, in relationships, like we have goals in businesses, right? We, we will look at financial goals and all these goals. And some of the best relationships that I've seen work on personal goals for their relationships. A lot of us just survive and they're married and they just kind of go day to day, but they don't go, Hey, let's save towards a lake house or let's do work towards this vacation or let's, you know, this, cause you're dealing with kids and you're busy and life goes on and days move so fast. You know, when do you make your goals for relationships? So you can have something to work towards, right. keep things exciting. Right. And, um, so anyway, I just, I was really moved by what he said. And, um, I understood the parallel between business and relationships at that point with, with what he was saying. And so I wanted to bring that up. I thought this was a good time. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So carpe diem, it's like wherever you are in your relationship, it's season it, season the moment, season mm -hmm. the day. You can turn it around no matter what. I mean, you know, I like to measure things on a zero to 10 scale, one to 10. One is on the bottom and 10 is great on fire, unbelievable. So if you measure your relationship right now and level of fulfillment and say you're at a seven, today's the first day. So let's see if we can get it up to an eight, nine or a 10. So you, you know, we create the recipe. And so it's about getting with your partner and finding out what he or she needs that they're not getting, make mm -hmm. the adjustments, and then everybody wins. Absolutely. And everybody yeah. wins. Yep. And we have some action steps here. So action steps. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, no, the first action step is to be able to um be engaged and seize the moment every single day is is find appreciation every single day. Like seriously, like find something to appreciate about your partner. Find something that gives you that butterflies in your stomach about them because we all had it at one point. And even if you're totally fine with your relationship and you don't have anything going on or wrong, maybe it's just stagnant. So find something that you love about that person and really focus on that. You know, bring yourself into that in love moment so that you can treat your partner with that feeling, you yeah. know, behind it. Yeah. And again, it's, it's unfair for me to talk about because I have a different vibe, but, uh, but I'm going to share it anyway, just because I think you can get some value out of this is that, you know, for me, when, when people say find appreciation every day, it sounds kind of corny, honestly, at least from me and my, before mm -hmm. I got sick, Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but today, as you know, every day I wake up, I'm freaking grateful. My body's sore as heck. I'm stiff. Mm -hmm. I can barely get out of bed. Um, but I'm I'm grateful. And so I think about those things. Like I wake up and I have this woman that's sharing my life with me. I feel grateful about that. And in the past, I would just take it for granted. That's my wife. 
you know, now every day it's, it's like a gift for me. Every day is a blessing. And every day this woman has chosen to be with me and she wakes up next to me and I get to have coffee with her and those kind of things. So mm. even though it sounds corny, if you put yourself in my shoes for a minute and you just think about, man, if you had this disease and you might not live, you might not be here in five years. I mean, it's been a big change for me. I mean, obviously when I mean, I say this to my, when I'm doing keynotes and I'll be in front of a thousand people and I'm like, look, you know, the reality says that I'm probably going to, you're, everyone in this room is going to outlive me. That's probably the reality. Yes. Yet it's my choice to focus on optimism versus pessimism. Cause I can say, I can use that and go downhill. Yeah. And you can go and like just coast through yeah, life. Yeah. Screw and, it. Cause yeah. everybody would give me a break because poor guy's going to die. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it's about choice. Yeah. It's about choice and appreciating. I've got life to live. I might have five years. I might have three years. Who knows? We might break the bank and get to 20 years. Who knows? <laughs> but as long as it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be the best I can be. Uh, second one. So if, number one is find appreciation every single day. Number two is ask quality questions. Now this is key. Um, the key to your life or the key to your, um, your level of, of, of enjoyment is the kind of questions that you ask, meaning like, if you're asking yourself or your questions about what you can do, it causes you to think different. So for instance, instead of saying things like, why is my wife always on my back? Which is common language, not just my wife, mm -hmm. but my husband or whatever. Why is he or she always doing this? Or why don't they pick up their clothes? Mm -hmm. Those lead us down the wrong path. Those are why questions. And so a what question is something simple. Like what can I do to make my partner smile today? Yeah. That's a great what question Yes, because you know the answer to that and then you do it. Yes. Another question is, what can I do to make my partner's life easier? And that's a question I think that you ask a lot to yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and that's a great question. And uh, here's another question you can ask. If I only had, if we only had two years left in our relationship, how would I treat him or her today? That's a powerful one. Yeah. You know, because when you, again, I know you're not able to feel like I feel, but like for me, not knowing if I'm going to make it for a couple of years. I mean, I'm just so open to Jennifer and vulnerable and full of love because why not? Because why not? Why not? This has been the best. And I will say this with you being vulnerable and forthcoming with thoughts, fears, actions, anything, it's been the best year ever because you're coming to me as you and not having to pretend anything, you know, not having to put on a front. And so it's been... 100% our best year yeah. as a couple. Yeah. And I don't, I want to just kind of take that word. You said pretend. And so there's never been pretending. Not pretending well, I know, yeah. but I just wanted to say, it because yeah. it's not pretending. It's most of the time I'm just speaking for me Yeah, is that I don't even know how, Yeah, like it, you know, men aren't taught to be vulnerable. Yeah. We're taught to be strong. Yeah. And so, and I'm finally with my wife, this woman who married me, and then I'm going to tell her these things yeah. that aren't working in my life. That's weird. Yeah. And more so, like, yeah, I meant pretending things are fine, but it's, I know. I'm, yeah, just, I'm just explaining definitely. it. So it's not, it's not pretending that things are great. It's just yeah. the fact that you just don't know. You don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for that. Absolutely. And um, then number three in the action step is rinse and repeat. <laughs> so that's an old saying from the old shampoo and conditioner models, but you know, rinse and repeat. So repeat and create a success habit. So repeat the first two things, find appreciation every single day. And, you know, in every way, find one thing about your partner, one thing about your job, one thing about your life that you can find appreciation for to really get into that place. Cause you'll come from a different place in every single bit of communication you have that day. Um, and then 
ask those quality questions. So it puts you into a frame of mind where you can um, take action in the way that's going to come with love and and understanding and trust and and really go and create great relationships. Yep. Well said. And so just uh, some added um, education here. So we're talking about quality questions, and this is something I, I do in some of my trainings, is that um, there's two kind of questions, uh, empowering questions, or and then there's disempowering questions. And when you're asking what I call why questions, and that's mm -hmm. questions that start with the word why, you know, why does she always do this? Or why does she always do that? Or even like, why can't I ever lose any weight? Mm -hmm. When you ask yourself a question, your brain finds an answer and it supports your thought. So when you're asking yourself what, or I said, why, which are negative, typically, why is she doing that? Or why is he doing that? You're coming up with answers that support that negative thought. But the positive way to ask your questions is asking what or how. So you take the why questions, which is why can't I, or why is this happening? Cross that out and you replace it with a what or a how. So what can I do today to make my partner smile? Or how can I make the adjustment so my wife loves to be with me? Those are quality questions. Mm -hmm. And those are the questions you want to ask. Yes. Definitely. So, And that changed my life, by the way, when I met you. I know. That was early when I met that you. That was early when you I learned that and it changed my whole everything. And I realized why I would spiral down into, into, into depression or into a bad place, you know, in a day, like immediately. And I was able to, to stay um, aware and cognizant of myself. And it took a little while to get to the habit, but boy, it did change my life. I hear so you. I'm forever grateful. So if you guys want to know more, you. so you're welcome. And by the way, I do uh, Sunday morning success calls every yeah. Sunday morning. They're actually not calls, they're webinars, live webinars where I'm teaching in a studio with a flip chart every Sunday morning. And so if you want to know about that, go to my website, which is danlear.com. That's D-A-N-L-I-E-R. Scroll down and you'll see, I think, Sunday morning success webinars, or you'll see some programs you can get into. So I have to say one thing before you sign off. Um, uh, I had a conversation the other day with a couple colleagues, and one person was, I had known the other two, and one person was new to the group. And, and so he said, wow, I have to ask this one question. I was like, sure, what? He goes, what is it like living with a motivational speaker? <laughs> I said, I'm so glad you asked that. Nobody's ever asked me that before. I said, you know what? I don't get away with crap. I don't, <laughs> I don't get to wallow for myself. I don't get to wallow in pity. I because I remember said the first time when I was with him, um, I came to him with a question of like, oh, I don't understand why this happens. Why does this happen to me all the time? Whatever I said at that time. And you said, you looked at me straight faced and you said, you know, that's not the right question to ask. You know what question to ask yourself? And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. And so, yeah, but obviously because of that, my life has improved dramatically, you know, and everything. And I have my psychology strengthened and everything. But it was just very funny. I had to tell you about that. <clears throat> yes. And if you'd like to learn some of those skills, <laughs> Jennifer and I do a weekend in Vegas called the Vegas Weekend Getaway. So if you go to our website, businessoflove.vegas. That's the businessoflove.vegas. Go to our website, go to the weekend getaway, get yourself registered. We have 10 couples come out, go through two days of empowerment and learning and growing, learning your love languages, uh, communication strategies, and a game plan for success. Mm -hmm. Two days will change your life and you'll meet some kick-ass people. Yep. So Jennifer, you were awesome today. You were awesome today. Thank you. That was fun playing with you. I love you so much. Well, thank you. That yeah. makes me feel great. Uh, All right. I love you too. Um, Where are we supposed to do that on a podcast? All right, y'all. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.